You're listening to the Jesus for Everyone podcast, a podcast where we talk about the intersection of faith and social justice and what a first century Jewish prophet of the poor from Galilee offers us today in our work of love, compassion, and justice. To support this podcast, go to renewedheartministries.com and click donate. We can desire uh, a future that's characterized not by some being left and others being destroyed, uh, but by change, a reclaiming of the humanity of all, whether they be oppressed or oppressors. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of the Jesus for Everyone podcast. My name is Herb Montgomery, and this is episode 446. Our title this week is The Beginning of Advent, and our feature text is from the lectionary Matthew 24, 36 through 44. But about that day or hour, no no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father. As it was in the days of Noah, so it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. For in the days before the flood, people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, up to the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing about what would happen until the flood came and took them all the way. That is how it will be at the coming of the Son of Man. Two men will be in a field, one will be taken, the other left. Two women will be grinding with a handmill, one will be taken, the other left. Therefore, keep watch, because you do not know what day your Lord will come. But understand this, if the owner of the house had known at what time of night the thief was coming, he would not have, he would have kept watch and would not have let his house be broken into. So, you must also be ready, because the Son of Man will come at an hour when you do not expect him. So this week, it marks the beginning of the Advent season. And as most Western Christians celebrate it, Advent season commemorates both expectation and preparation. It's about the approaching seasons of Christmas and, and, and Christians looking forward to the second coming. Advent also marks the beginning of the, the Western Christian liturgical year. It's the beginning of our, our winter holiday season. And the word Advent itself refers to a coming or arrival. Um, and that's talk, referring specifically to some looked for event. It refers to uh, the birth of Jesus long ago, um, the coming of the Christmas season this year, and the Christian expectation of Jesus' future return, kind of all wrapped into one uh, commemorative uh, 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 season, liturgical season. So this week's reading, it begins with a passage from Matthew about the coming of the Son of Man. And we've talked about this before, but the Son of Man figure, it's from the Jewish apocalyptic book of Daniel. In Daniel 7, the world's empires are represented as violent beasts bringing destruction and harm to the vulnerable. And in Daniel's narrative, all violence, injustice, and imperial oppression is finally answered for when God's just future breaks in for the people through this Son of Man. And you can find this in Daniel chapter 7. Daniel's imagery it would have meant a lot to Matthew's Jewish audience who were followers of Jesus and 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 people who had been also negatively impacted by Roman imperialism. This this was a people, uh, an audience who longed for liberation from Rome. So our reading in Matthew, it begins with the timing of this liberation being 
unknown to all but God, even though it will begin uh, within the lifetime of Matthew's audience. You can find that in Matthew 24, 34. Uh, Matthew references the, the ancient folk tale here also of Noah and the flood and those taken are destroyed uh, and those that left are those who remain after the destruction. And this image, it represented what today could be termed as a great reversal of fortune or a great reversal of social location. And those who are marginalized and exploited, they're the ones that are left, while those who are responsible for uh, oppression, violence, and injustice, those are the ones that are taken away by by the flood there. So many, many Christians today, they interpret these passages in ways that point forward to even the second coming of Jesus. The original audience would have also heard this passage as a, a way of making sense of a, of the world upending news and events of Rome's destruction of the temple in 70 CE. Reading these passages in the 21st century, though, I think few of us can fathom the lostness that many Jewish folks, including Jewish followers of Jesus, must have felt as they were the ones to use the language of this week's uh, uh, reading, they were the ones that were quote-unquote left after Rome's devastating destruction of the temple and of Jerusalem and the temple being no more, all of that being taken away. They were the ones not taken, but left to, to pick up the pieces. For, for these people, a passage about Rome being taken away instead uh, and, and, and Rome being conquered rather than conquering yet again, it would have resonated with the hope that they could piece together their their own worldview and and a place of belonging after such a deep uh, significant loss. And this passage ends with the admonition not to lose hope. And that's what the the first weekend of Advent is all about. It's about hope. And the passage encourages its its listeners to remain watchful. And I understand why that encouragement would have would have been included in Matthew's version of the Jesus story given what many in Matthew's intended audience had experienced such devastation in the the most recent past. So today, I think we need even more life-giving stories or imagery. History has proven time and again that simply reversing social locations is not good enough. Reversals that result in today's oppressed people becoming tomorrow's oppressors still leave this uh, hegemonic system in place. Only the actors in the system have traded places, but the system itself is still there. What if in, we instead desire an egalitarian future that looks more like a shared table? One where oppressors are transformed through their own uh, restitution and, and acts of restoration for the harm that they've done, while the humanity of the oppressed is recognized, and all of that results in liberation. We can desire uh, a future that's characterized not by some being left and others being destroyed, uh, but by change, a reclaiming of the humanity of all, whether they be oppressed or oppressors. We 
we can anticipate a world that that represents the social truth that if there is such a thing as social salvation for any of us, that none of us are saved until all of us are saved. And Reverend Jackie Lewis, I'll remind you once again, talks about this uh, in her book, Fierce Love, page 14. That's uh, one of our uh, recommended readings this year. But again, I understand why a reversal would have resonated with the original audience of our passage. Today, I think we can do better. For the past decade, I and so many others have been trying to understand and interpret the Jesus story in a more life-giving way. And, and I'm happy to announce that if you're interested in leaning more into this way of interpreting our Jesus story this Advent season, Renewed Heart Ministries is proud to announce it is finally here, the release of my new book, Finding Jesus, the story of a fundamentalist preacher who unexpectedly discovered the social, political, and economic teachings of the gospel. We're going to be re- releasing uh, this book exclusively through our website at RenewedHeartMinistries.com beginning December 1st. So that's just a, a few days away. And I, I wanted to give you just a sample of what folks are saying about the book so far. This is from Dr. Keisha McKenzie of Auburn Theological Seminary. Uh, she writes, Herb has spent the last decade reading scripture closely. He also reads the world around us, thinks carefully with theologians and sociologists, and wonder how the most meaningful stories of his faith can inspire us to live with more heart, attention, and care for others in our time. For those who've ever felt alone in the process of applying the wisdom of Jesus to the world in which we live, Herb offers signposts for the journey and the reminder that this is not a journey we take alone. Read Finding Jesus with Others and Be Transformed Together. This next one is from Pastor Todd Leonard. He's pastor of the Glendale City Church in Glendale, California. In Finding Jesus, Herb Montgomery unleashes the revolutionary Jesus and his kingdom manifesto from the shackles of the domesticated religion of empire. Within these pages, we discover that rather than being a a fire insurance policy to keep good boys and girls out of hell, Jesus often becomes a fiery enemy of good boys and girls who refuse to bring economic justice to the poor, quality health care to the undeserved, equal employment to people of color or same-sex orientation, because what the biblical narratives of Jesus reveal is that any future human society, heavenly or otherwise, will only be as good as the one that we're making right here and now. There is no future tranquil city with streets of gold when there is suffering on the asphalt right outside our front door today. Finding Jesus invites us to pray, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven, on our feet as we follow our liberator into the magnificent struggle of bringing the love and justice of God to all, right here, right now. This next one is from... uh, uh, Denine Akers, who is the author of Holy Troublemakers and Unconventional Saints. She's also the, the co-director and producer of the documentary film Seventh Gay Adventist, a film about faith, identity, and belonging. She writes, Her Montgomery's teachings have been deeply influential to me. This book shares the story of how he came to view the teachings of Jesus through the lens of nonviolence, liberation for all, and a call to a shared table. It's an important read, especially for those of us who come from backgrounds where 
the myth of redemptive violence and individual rather than collective salvation was the focus. And we have two more. One, uh, this next one's from Alicia Johnston, the, the author of the Bible and LGBTQ Adventist. So often Christians think about Jesus through the lens of Paul's theology and don't focus on the actual person and teachings of Jesus. This book is different. Here you find a challenging present-day application of Jesus' teachings about the kingdom of God and the gospel. Rediscover why this rabbi incited fear in the hearts of religious and political leaders two millennia ago. Herb's book calls forth a moral vision based on the principles of Jesus' vision of liberation. Finding Jesus helps us see these teachings are just as disruptive today as they were when Jesus first articulated them. And then lastly, this is from Tracy Smith, a pastor in Chicago. She is author of uh, Faithful Families. She writes, Herb Montgomery is a pastor of pastors, a teacher for teachers, and a scholar for scholars. Part memoir and part theological reflection, Finding Jesus is a helpful and hope-filled guide to a deeper understanding of who Jesus is. Herb's tone is accessible and welcoming while also challenging and fresh. This book is helpful for anyone who wants a new and fresh perspective on following Jesus. First, I want to thank all of these folks for, for such, such encouragement and writing such kind things. I'm so glad uh, the first reading of this volume has been such a blessing to them, and I'm deeply humbled by, by uh, some of the things that have been said here. But I, I share those with you so that you might see uh, uh, something here that would interest you in picking up this book and giving it a read uh, uh, yourself this Advent season. So again, this book will be available December uh, 1st at RenewedHeartMinistries.com. And back to our passage this week. This week's passage, it reminds us once again that... Uh, Elements in the Jesus story that were once life-giving for certain Jesus followers, like people being taken and people being left in their context, I think those elements have to evolve today. And they can become more life-giving so that they can have uh, a non-destructive meaning for us today as we seek to follow Jesus in our own society, in our own context, in our own culture. These new ways of reading, they will be in perfect harmony with the overall spirit of, of the message and the teachings of Jesus. And, and, and reading this way, it often involves hard work. You've got to rethink some things. You've got to uh, come at it from a different angle. But, uh, but as we wrestle with, with uh, understanding the implications of those, those new readings for our time and our own time social needs, uh, I think this work is well worth it. It'll pay off in the end, especially for those of us who believe that the Jesus story still has much to offer us today. So that as we begin this Advent season, this first weekend is all about hope. May, may Advent this year be not only about the arrival of Jesus in Bethlehem and not only about uh, the arrival or coming of our holiday season or even of the future coming of Jesus. May it be uh, also about the coming of a more life-giving way of following Jesus today. That's the kind of Advent uh, th that I can get behind. So may this blessed season of Advent bring you peace, joy, love, and justice uh, to each of you. Uh, heart group application this week, 
Number one, share something that spoke to you from this week's Eastside or podcast episode with your heart group. Number two, what does the season of Advent mean to you? Share that with your group. And then number three, what can you do this week, big or small, to continue setting in motion the work of shaping our world into a safe, compassionate, just home for everyone? Thanks for checking in with us today. Uh, You can find Renewed Heart Ministries on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. If you haven't done so already, please follow us on on one of your chosen social media platforms for our daily post. And also, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, please like and and subscribe to the Jesus for Everyone podcast through whatever podcast platform that uh, you use. And consider taking some time this week to give us a, a positive review. This helps others find our podcast as well. And if you'd like to reach out to us through email, you can reach us at info at renewedheartministries.com. Right where you are, keep living in love, choosing compassion, taking action, and working toward justice. I love each of you dearly. I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.